0: And welcome to this episode of the Self-Centered Woman podcast. I am your host Rachel Hart. Happy to be with here, happy to be with you here once again. I was excited to get on today Eleven eleven is today when I'm recording I wonder if you guys have a thing with eleven eleven. my daughter always texts me when it's 11 11 whatever we always have these numbers that we see if you've listened before you know that mine is 44 or 444 or some sort of um, cluster of fours together but anyway a major occurrence happened yesterday that I couldn't wait to tell you about All week long has been a real challenge. Last weekend was marvelous. We went to the beach house, me and fiance and the little babies, and we just had such a wonderful time. We made Thanksgiving crafts, and we walked to the beach, and we walked to the bay, and we made dinner at home because all the food around there is crap, in my opinion, And we make it better at home. And then Sunday we were getting ready to go home and I was cleaning up and I was holding the baby and thought that I could just quickly bend down and pick up one of his toys to put away. And what do you think happened? All of a sudden I was caught midair and heard a rip in my back. And just like that I could barely walk. At first, I didn't think it was so bad. I could kind of stretch my way out of it. And even the car ride home wasn't so bad. But when we got home, I could barely lay down to go to sleep. I could not get into any comfortable position. That was Sunday night. It's Saturday, and I am just starting to feel like I can move around again. It has been so terrible and you know how it goes when you don't feel good at first you start to manage it and you think okay I'm going to get through this you do all the things to stay positive and then midway through or towards the end of the turning point you're like I'm missing out on all the work that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just laying here not able to do anything, which in itself is probably a message, right? Sit still, Rachel. Maybe you need to sit still. How many of us get that message? Usually, we go, go, go until we get sick or until we throw our back out, whatever it is, and then we get the message that we need to sit still. So, um, I got that message loud and clear, and really there was nothing else I could do but lay in the bed and pray that this passes. And time and ice and just being still is what helped. Oh, and a massage from my lovely massage therapist, Allegra, who is amazing. But anyway, in that time where my mental state started to suffer... I also had a daughter in her performance, and I had to go support her and didn't want to bring my poor mentality onto um, the show debut, so I tried really hard not to let that happen. When I got back from the show, it was an amazing show, I go and look and see that my car is leaking radiator fluid to add insult to injury. Because if any of you know me, you know that my car is 17, yes, 17 years old. And I'm actually so proud of that fact. 340,000 miles on my car. I bought my car when I was six months pregnant with my third child. And you know that I have six children and there were 12 years between the last two and number four. So my car has seen it all. And I'm so proud of it. And even I've had like, you know, the things, brakes. I've had a radiator in it before. Tires, 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 whatever. All the things. But it has still been cheaper than a car payment. And now I just want to see how long I can get that little baby girl to keep going. I love it so much. It is my jam, that car. I'll be so sad when she goes. So but anyway, I still wasn't in the mood to drop $900 on a radiator, which is what I had to do. So, and it was the weekend. So I had to call um, right away and get in Friday so I could get it done because I'm also on call this weekend. So here's the story. I drop the car off. I Uber home. I wait all day. I am not in a good mood. I have to spend money on this radiator. My back is hurting. I haven't been able to work on my business. How I want to work on my business is up in the air. Going back and forth. Is it worth it? But I love it. But I don't have 5 billion followers. Am I ever going to have 5 billion followers? Talking myself down, knowing that it's step by step by step. Anyway, you just want to know that you're making a grand impact. We want things now, now, now. And that's not the way it works. But my car was ready. The mechanic called to say, your car is ready. You can come pick it up and pay me $1,000. So I called the Uber She comes, and it's just me and this girl in the car. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't just not talk to another human being that's less than two feet away from me. Do you guys get into Ubers and stay silent? That's just not me. I'm just, like, a talkative person. I want to know about these people, like, what's going on with you? How did you become an Uber driver? (laughs) I guess that's why I have the Self-Centered Woman podcast and I'm interviewing people because I just really want to know about people. And so I'm in the car with her. I'm like, how was your day today? Trying. I didn't even really feel like talking today because I wasn't in the mood, but I still didn't want to be a jerk. And I wanted to know how was her day? And she said, oh, it's going pretty good. You know, it's, uh, it's okay. I, and she mentioned that she left early from her other job today because she wasn't really feeling it. And then she went home and she kind of got still and said, well, I'll just go Uber the rest of the day. I said, what's your other job? And she told me that her other job is working for a brand who does promotions in grocery stores. And so that got my wheels turning because I like to see how can the Self-Centered Woman podcast, how can Reconnected to Life join forces with any other movement to collaborate Um, When it comes to Four Seeds of Self-Care, is there any way that we can talk about eating well, sleeping well, meditation or exercise together linked up with another company? Always my wheels are turning about how can we market? How can we collaborate? But she uh, has been working for this company that promotes uh, in grocery stores for 15 years. And so she really enjoys it. But that day she was not feeling it. And she told her boss, I need to go home. And I, then that led me to ask about mental health days because I know that it's not uncommon. I haven't been in a corporate setting in forever, so I'm kind of out of the loop when it comes to how many corporations or jobs really acknowledge a mental health day for their employees. I would love your feedback if you work for one of them. Let me know about that and how they accommodate you. I had another coaching client a while back who had a company that did wonderful things for their employees there was a gym on site they had access to therapy um nutritionist all the things self care which is so amazing and so maybe a lot of other companies are going that route now tell me are they she said that her company really she said it's accessible to me. If I want therapy, there's group sessions. If I want to, she's like, but I'm kind of a loner. I just wanted to go home. I just wanted to be left alone and be in my feelings for a little while. And then I can get back out and go Uber and make some money that way. And I was like, well, if you are interested since you're in your car all the time, Ubering, would you be interested? I have this podcast. It's called the Self-Centered Woman Podcast. It is all about self-care. Um, sometimes I'm talking, sometimes I'm interviewing people, but uh, a lot of the interviews are about women who have overcome harbs- hardships based on um, using the four seeds as tools for that And she's like, oh, my gosh, this is so right up my alley. I'm going to write this down when we get done. She's like, I really needed that today. And she's like, just the fact that you called me to pick you up when I saw your name on there, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. And I was like, why? Tell me. And she said, my mom died a couple of years ago in 2021 and when I went home for the funeral I reconnected is her exact wording with a cousin who I hadn't seen or spoken to in a long time and we really hit it off and we promised each other that we would stay in touch and that we would plan a visit And so we did, and I she used the word "reconnected" two more times, and so that alone was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's saying "reconnected" when she finds out that my company is called "Reconnected to Life." She's gonna die. She told me that that cousin was scheduled to come down and visit her, and. On Friday, she got the call that she had passed. And she that cousin had passed a while back and she was just finding out. And that cousin's name was Rachel. And we both... I said, do you want me to blow your mind even more? So here's Rachel sitting in your car... Who owns a company called Reconnected to Life? And you keep saying how you and Rachel had reconnected. And I'm like, I don't know what it means, but it means something. We were meant to cross paths today. And. I told her about my company. I told her, get connected, join the newsletter because that's free, www.reconnectedtolife.com. Getting the weekly newsletter, recentering your Wednesday because life is about much more than getting over the hump. And obviously that I have coaching sessions available, but that costs money. But the newsletter is free, the social media is free, the podcast is free. So there's lots of things that she could do for her self-care to be a part of this movement without having to spend any money um, and, and that be even more of a hardship for her. And so she really was receptive to that, really enjoyed that. But the bigger thing was that I needed that in that moment to be able to share what I do and to hear somebody say, oh God, I really need that right now and here's why. And I can't believe that you're sitting in my car right now and here's why, Rachel, Because my cousin Rachel passed and I was supposed to reconnect with her life. The conversation lasted 10 minutes because that's how long it took to get from my house to my car at the mechanic's office. But before I got out of the car, I asked her if I could pray for her. Pray with her, let me clarify. And she's like, oh yeah, yes. And I told her, I don't do this. I'm not the person that just stops and prays with people because I don't assume to know what you need. I met you 10 minutes ago. But what I do hope that we can both sit still long enough and take notice of the fact that in this time and space, we needed each other. And there's no coincidence. And so I prayed with her in total gratitude that we were able to cross paths, that we could connect as human beings, that I was able to give her something that helped her and that she was able to give me something that helped me. To move me forward in what I'm doing. To continue to believe in what I'm doing. To be inspired by the people who need what I'm doing. And hopefully gained a new authentic follower from her experience with me. And I bring it up because if we pay attention, those little moments of coincidence of pointing us in a direction that's telling us you're on the right path will happen more and more if you believe that they will. I was just talking to a friend of mine who was telling me all about how she had to make this huge decision and that whenever she has to make any decision, she just sits with it, sits with it, sits with it. She doesn't make any moves forward until she feels like she gets a clarity about it some sort of message about it and she told me a whole story about it which I will let her have her story rather than tell hers Um, but this for me was that kind of clarity moment because I didn't really know what I was going to talk about today I have a million things written down to talk about but I feel like I always need to have this inspiring moment, this thing that meant something to me to then be able to turn around and share it with you. And it wasn't until yesterday that that thing came. And I'm so glad that I waited. I didn't, I wasn't able to record the podcast. I usually would have recorded it a few days ago, but because my back has been so jacked up I haven't been able to do it and then that happens which is another thing that I encourage you to take notice of when things hold you back seemingly maybe we can reframe that to a belief that the timing is perfect and You're just waiting. You're being held for the perfect time. You're in the waiting room until it's go time, until you get the green light, right? And I really believe that that's what happened to me with that meeting with that person. So, the takeaways today you can make a difference in one single human's life in ways that impact how they live the next few years in the ways that they're going to live the rest of their life by just being authentically you and by just being present. You have something to share that people need and there will be organic ways to do that. Don't force it. Because when you force it, it comes across forced. It feels forced for you. And you don't get the same joy out of it, and it's not received in the way that you're meant for people to get it. And secondly, be alert. Believe that there are moments pointing you in the direction that you ought to be going. Believe that there will be help when it comes to making the decisions that you need to make if you just wait for it. Go back to your fundamentals and be diligent with your practice of eating well, sleeping well, meditation and exercise. When you are strong, mentally physically emotionally you are more receptive to those magical moments so go forth and expect the moments to come to you because they will be self-centered